So the equation is gratitude plus curiosity plus self-compassion equals inner peace or happiness. Let me walk through those for a second so our listeners can get an idea of what that might mean in reality. Gratitude. What's an example of gratitude? Well, gratitude might be this. It might be that there are maybe 7 billion people on the planet. And if you're listening to this podcast today, in the stack ranking of people who have the access to resources, and we probably have a home or electricity, we at least have a phone or a computer, or at least are near one to be able to hear this. Listener, what you see is not always what it seems. So in this episode, we're going to take you behind the scenes. We're going to show you some of our best moments from the past. It's going to be like a flashback in your face, in your pants. It's going to be incredible. It might even make you want to dance. Who knows what's going to happen next? I don't want to know. I don't want to ruin surprises. But here's the deal. I'm not going to be the one to... To my demise, lost the rhyme. It's okay. Bounce back just like we do on Flashback Fridays. Here we go, listener, for another great episode of the Better Than Rich Show. Look at any culture. Look at Chinese culture, Japanese, Greek, European. They're all speaking of the elements. We look to the stars and we have them categorized according to the elements. Elements are a part of our human history. Where would we be without water? Where would we be without Mm. air, without fire, without mineral? I mean, all these things, we're living because of these elements, right? And so they truly are the ingredients of creation. And so essentially, we support people through genius frequency methodologies to connect in their bodies to the elements. And everyone has an elemental code. So everyone has a specific order of operations of each element. And from that order of operations, they experience the nature of reality and are fully connected on a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual level. And so what happens in life is because we live in a trauma-based learning school, our bodies have to learn how to protect in these moments and kind of bookmark. So it's like if you're scrolling, you know, on your phone, you know, like you find something on Instagram, you're like, oh, I want to check that out, but I don't have time to do it right now. So then you go to the website, you bookmark it, and then you know, like, oh, I'm just like hanging out on a plane or doing whatever. I'm just going to like, that's when we go through all this stuff, but I need time and space to do it. So that's like trauma. It's like, we don't have time and space to experience an experience. So we bookmark it. Our body does that for us. And we're basically going to bookmark that as a wound, which is basically wound, which is a winding. And so the winding of our tissues in the body, whether the neurological tissues, muscular, vertebral misalignment, connective tissue, all these things go into a winding pattern. It's a protection pattern. And it's a bookmark of energy and information that ideally, when we have time and space and safety and connection, that we check out. We look up that website, we go, what happened? And if we don't, it's like, our hard drive speed doesn't go as well. Our connectivity to the internet doesn't work as well. Like we get on the sites and it tends to crash for some reason. We've got a 5G phone, but it's only working with 2G. So everything's like a little bit clunky and messy. That's how humans operate when they're wounded. So essentially when we're working with people, we're supporting them to first unscramble because basically that code scrambles for protection. And so when it unscrambles, it allows for the free flowing transmission of energy and information that we call our real life experience. And as that happens, people 
feel things. They feel emotions. They feel sensations that they haven't. They start to feel pains and tensions in their body start to unwind. They start to recognize these repeating thought patterns of negativity that have plagued them for years and years and couldn't find the pause or the off button to all of a sudden start to shift or disappear. They start to become aware of memories of themselves in certain parts of their life and understand why the trauma happened. And they don't have someone translate for them. They start to become their own translator of these experiences such that there's a clarity there that guides and informs them to the ultimate, which is essentially remembering like who you are and why the F you're here. That's all done through essentially, you know, working on the body and the energy body around and also we have a whole series of explorations in the body, and this is what we're launching come 2023, is how do you work with your own body to connect with the elements and with your own two hands and nothing more necessary, you can literally unwind the traumas of your life that are keeping you from you and are interfering with the clarity of all the great questions. Why are you here? What's your value? What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to eat today? If you're listening and that doesn't sound interesting to you, <laughs> please go find another podcast. Listen to the Worse Than Poor podcast because that's probably more. Yeah. It's like, what am I here for? What am I here to do? What are my gifts? What are my strengths? Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do today? How should I respond yeah. to this person? This unlocks in some ways it's the key to unlocking life's biggest mysteries all the way down to like the most mundane. Like, should I take this phone call right now? Let me think. I would share this when a tiny distinction, which makes a huge difference. You said, how would you versus how might you? And it's interesting in the brain how those two words impact differently. How would you is something that goes to the logical side, the process, and the result side of your brain. It's not as creative. It's not as inspiring. It's straight, get to the point and make it happen. And it's that directness you know, that removes all of the creativity and curiosity from it. How might I? How might we? How might you? That takes us to the more creative side of the brain, which is inspiring, which does allow us to think without limits. So I would always challenge with that type of question. So many leaders start team meetings, start their business day with what do I need to do today? rather than how might I make today the most productive day I can, right? So I love the how might I frame. And if you ever are a fly in the wall in any coaching session or at their dinner table, or my wife and I are brainstorming on the business, every question we ask on the front end of the call, the front end of the meeting, it's always a how might I question because we want to inspire that creativity, that learning curiosity at the front end. At the end, if we need to take action, which I like to finish every coaching call with an action of some kind, then it'll be, what are you going to do? What's the next soonest, smallest step that you're going to take today that's going to help you get forward just a little bit. I love to use that question, especially when facilitating like retreats or big team company events. What's the soonest, smallest action? Because sometimes it can be overwhelming to try to think about, I'm going to accomplish this big, giant goal. We talked about inner peace and self-awareness. Here's the equation I'd invite you to consider. It's a, a three-part equation. I'll share the equation, and then we'll walk through one-on-one -on -one each of the steps. So the equation is gratitude plus curiosity plus self-compassion equals inner peace or happiness. Let me walk through those for a second so our listeners can get an idea of what that might mean in reality. Gratitude. What's an example of gratitude? Well, gratitude might be this. It might be that there are maybe 7 billion people on the planet. And if you're listening to this podcast today, in the stack ranking of people who have the access to resources, and we probably have a home or electricity, we at least have a phone or a computer, or at least are near one to be able to hear this, 
you gotta look at our stack ranking in the world of prosperity and resources. We're probably in the top billion, right? We're probably in the top 100 million at least if we are listening to this show today. So gratitude is I'm grateful for this perspective that I'm here and I'm not there. Or I'm grateful today personally because it's coming up on my six-year, seven-year anniversary of when I was disabled in a wheelchair. And I couldn't golf and couldn't run and couldn't play with the kids, couldn't pick up a kid, couldn't make love to my wife, couldn't cook, couldn't get up the stairs. And I was literally laying downstairs on the floor of my office for like three months straight. Couldn't leave the house. I left the house three times in the last like month and a half. Right? So that was a really, really tough time. And I'm grateful every day that I get to walk. So people ask me, how's your day going? How are you, Matt? I always respond the same, freaking awesome. I'm alive and I'm here and I'm healthy. So I'm very grateful. So gratitude is from the perspective of, look at all the things that we have. Number two is curiosity. So curiosity is not, man, it's them. If they would just show up and be better. Curiosity is not, man, this was a horrible experience going to this Spartan race and I cut my knee and my shoes got all dirty and my car's now dirty and I ran out of gas and all these challenging things happened in my first Spartan race, by the way. So I could have looked outside and blamed a lot and said it was this, it was that. Curiosity is the ability to take in and go inside and ask yourself, how might I learn from this experience? So I think that if somebody has a calling in their heart to go do something for people, they should do it. And along the way, they need to pay attention to how much they're giving in service and how much they're giving to themselves and to their families. And just pay attention to that because it is going to be periods where you'll go all in on the charity and then you need to like pump the brakes and come back to the family. And if you're present and witnessing what's happening in your life, then you can be agile and make quick adjustments. That's the goal. But here's where I think it begins, Mike is I believe that when a person wants to give, my framework was you start by asking, what's your greatest love and your greatest fear? And you start there. What do you love? Where are you naturally drawn? Where does your energy go up? And what are you most fear? Because the moving towards and away is where we get a lot of energy in life. We'll work really hard to have something not happen. And we'll also work really hard to have something happen if we want it bad enough. So if you get clear about those things. So for me, my greatest fear was actually getting to the end of my life and not doing the things that I wanted to do, not having the experiences I wanted to have, like a wasted life where I didn't go after it with everything I had. That was my greatest fear, a wasted life. However many years I would have, however many years I was gifted. And then my greatest love was magic moments. And so you started to see a theme here, right? Like you started to see a theme of like, what do you naturally move towards? Who is your community? What do they care about? What do I care about? Where's the energy? That's the question. Where's the energy? That's the question I want people to walk away with. Like if there's one thing in this podcast that I hope people feel and I hope they take away is where's the energy? I think this whole game, this whole life, it's an energy play. I think this whole life, Mike, is a dance and dance is an energy exchange. I like it more now to think of life as a dance than I do a game because games are often like winning and losing. And I think that competitiveness can be really great, but I like to think of it more like a dance. And there might be one person leading and another person following and some people watching and you have to determine like and agree on what dance are we doing and dance can be so expressive. And by the way, this is coming from a guy. If you'd have asked me one month ago, I would have told you, I hate dancing. I hate it with a passion. Every part of my being hates it. My wife's like, let's go dancing. I'm like, no. But I had this incredible experience at Burning Man a couple weeks ago. And 
Yeah, I've talked about it all on my podcast about my breakthrough with dance and how that happened. And this is like an epiphany for me now, but that's an energy thing. And if you're paying attention to the energy, if you're in sync with the rhythm of your surroundings and your environment and what's inside of you and outside of you, and you put that together and you're in flow with that, that's a beautiful place to operate from. And I think that's where people are striking gold constantly is when they're in that state of flow and they're in the dance. That's, to me, the best part. Oh, can I share one quick story, by the way? On this note, run quick story. We're at Burning Man and my wife is there and there's this guy, Sam, who's an amazing dude who we met at Burning Man, built a legendary friendship with, still connected with him now. And he said something so profound to my wife. Here's what he said. Tatiana's freaking out. We got to get somewhere. She's like, we got to get to the dance. We got to get to the dance. We're going to be late. And then Sam just pauses for a minute and he looks at Tatiana and he goes, Tatiana, this is the dance. And I was like, yes, dude, all of it, the chaos, the getting on your bikes, the running late, the doing this, all of it, man, that's the dance. Everything is the dance. This life is the dance. And that to me has brought so much joy to me because then it lightens stuff up. When I start to th- take things too serious, I was like, John, just be in flow, man. Let's just dance with this. Whatever comes our way, whatever chant, let's just dance with it. You know, Mike, you got some rain coming your way. Sometimes you just got to dance in the rain. Oh, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's upon you. It's upon you. There's a foot of it. It's crashing through your door. We are dancing. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for that. All right, Better Than Rich Show listener, thanks for sticking around to the end. If this episode inspired you, if it motivated you, if the connection that you're getting from our guests and from us resonates with you, we just want to extend a little offer to you to help you regain some time. Because one of the things that we've realized as busy entrepreneurs is that our time is the most valuable asset that we have in our business, but also with our families, with our health, with our personal growth, uh, all those certain things that we wanna grow in our lives, they require time, they require energy. And we've launched a service that we've been doing for now for over a year that has a lot of traction in the marketplace that just sources a team of virtual assistants for you. And so if you've never had a conversation with a member of our Better Than Rich team before on our virtual assistant program, you're missing out. It's an opportunity to learn more about what we're up to. And ultimately, we help people regain 80, 100, 150 or more hours a month, every single month. And what might that do for you? What might that do for your life? What might that do for your family? If you want to live a life that's truly better than rich, time freedom is a big part of that. So Mike, where can people learn more and why should people at least book a call with our team? Well, first, I think it's very simple for you to just go book a call. It's free. We'll hop on uh, with you, one of our team strategists, and we'll just poke around your business. Worst case, you figure out what your dollar per hour wage is and what your time is worth, and we'll at least make sure you leave with that. Best case scenario, we could give you a team of two or three or more virtual assistants to just get all of your admin offloaded. So make your way over to VA, that's VA as in virtual assistant, dot betterthanrich.com. So that's va.betterthanrich.com and book your call. All the details are on there. The pricing is on there. We're an open book. We just know that this service is really helpful. So va.betterthanrich.com and we look forward to our conversation with you soon.